So welcome back again to the second part of Common Sea Inspirations. My name is John Keeley. I'm still joined in studio here by Lorraine and Anne. And thanks again to Don Devaney, who's joining us by phone from Dublin. So Don agreed to come on with us this morning and again um, share some of his thoughts uh, on Lent and Lenten reflections and so on and so forth. I know we've tried to have a few various people on at various times over the last uh, few years. And in fact, this particular Lent, we've had one or two other people to join us. But this particular Lent, Don, maybe I can pose a question to yourself there. What's the purpose of the journey of Lent, Don, in your opinion? Yeah, what... what about Lent is that one it's a it's a time to reflect and a time to look at our lives and to see to see what we're happy with and even more important to see what areas that we need to grow in or develop in or change and that's that's always the hard part because it takes a rootless honesty with ourselves to face to face into those parts or shadow parts of ourselves that we we don't like or we're not happy with or things that we know we do but we'd like to change and it's it's trying to get the the grace uh, the grace to change those and I think that's that's the part I love about Lent and sometimes we might need the help of some of our best friends to to guide us into what things uh, that are in ourselves that sometimes there are things there that we're not aware of that we don't know about mm-hmm. uh, but annoy people around us like maybe talking too much or eating out loud or um, just just things that can irritate people around us as I say that they're not aware of uh, that we're not aware of but they're certainly aware of so I think it's a time for for a real deep honesty with ourselves at the same time accepting who we are and looking to build from there you know the part John and there's a part in in knowing ourselves accepting ourselves being ourselves and the final part is being able to let go ourselves that's when we're comfortable with who we are we know who we are we're happy being who we are, and then we can reach out to others in letting go, you know, letting mm-hmm. go of ourselves. So, so it's it's that time, John, for me now. It's that time for for reflection, a time for probably being honest with myself and um, and and trying to change some of the things that I need to change. Um, I gave up meat this year, John, as a, I love meat, I love steak, I love beef, I love lamb. I'd be the country's best <laughs> best supporter of the meat industry. Hmm. Um, but this year, I said normally, like it's normally a pint of Guinness, and then I said, well, that sure might have that once a week, and hmm. that's no big deal, and sweets and cakes are no big deal either. I said, this year, I said I'd do something that would really impact or would really take an effort so I landed on meat and I said that's what I'll do and um, and and it's amazing the difference it's made not to mention weight wise I think about six pounds walked off in a week uh-huh. and and it was but that wasn't the purpose for doing it, it was no. just something I love and 
but it is it's about changing and about changing oneself and changing the things that one needs to change John thanks for that you know there's two things that I like there Dan first of all the idea of honesty being honest with myself because it's no point just doing things just for the sake of maybe other people seeing us do them or trying to get you know sort of brownie points for ourselves be totally honest and the second part is I like the idea of, of you mentioning there you know having other people to help you you know maybe you know um Maybe my wife could suggest to me a few things that would prevent me from annoying her so often. So maybe I could have a chat with her afterwards, and maybe maybe she might give me a few ideas. But the idea of yeah. of helping each other, not to give out to each other, but to help each other to grow, isn't that it? Yes. And yeah. The, and the idea from that, of course, is that once we get through that and and and, and um, get acclimatized for that, for want of a better word, or finally get it through our heads, then we can take that with us for the rest of our life, and not just keep it just for Lent. Yes. Yes, know? absolutely. And 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 you know that one of the keys I found, John, with it was was in asking my friends for feedback on the thing was. Mm. You know, I had to assure them like they were in a safe space, like a sacred space. Yes. I was saying, look, mm. I said, uh, believe me, I'll take it in the spirit that you're saying it, that this is about an improvement and for my welfare and good. So I said, we won't be falling out <laughs> over it so you can say what you want. Mm. And mm. and it really did make such a difference because it gave them a chance to be free and honest as well and knowing that there'd be no offences taken. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it brought things to a new level of of authenticity nearly. Um the I, honesty is a, it it really does set you free in a in an amazing sort of a way. And one of the thoughts that came through my mind there, you know, as well was, you know, when I was asking the question, is Lent for everyone? Well, it really is, no matter how old you are or young you are. There was that story that 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 that, that um that Lorraine shared with us at the start of the program, you know, for, from from the uh, Bishop Leahy's pastoral letter here in Limerick uh, uh, about that lady, uh, about that child sharing her ties, but not just sharing her, uh, giving away her old ties, giving away her good ties. And there was an awful, you know, sometimes maybe children can teach us a lot more than what we think we need to learn. So you, you can see a child has total honesty, going back to your honesty again. But just going back to the idea of is Lent for everyone done, you'd say it would be for everyone and, and we don't all have to do the same thing and we don't all have to share with each and with each other what we're doing for Lent. Is that right? Absolutely. And I think I think Lent, Lent is a bit like mercy, like that. Uh, everybody, uh, God's mercy is for everybody and everybody needs God's mercy. And it's the same with Lent, that it's a time for being, if you like, merciful to ourselves, for to be, um, to look at the things that we need to change. And whether, whether, whether you're religious or not, purely in a, from a, in a human sort of a way, that in human development and self-development, that it's a great opportunity to work on the on the things that we need to work on, and again, mm-hmm. honesty will be the platform, will be the starting platform because otherwise we're we'd be only fooling ourselves if we weren't really honest. 
You mentioned there Divine Mercy, Dan, and of course you've been in, you've been involved, I think, with the Divine Mercy Conference. I think it's for twenty eight years now at this particular stage. Yeah, yeah. What thanks connection? Well, thanks be to God. Would you see any connection between Divine Mercy and Lent, Dan? Oh yes, like that. Um, mercy, the beautiful Hebrew word for mercy is Hesed. Hesed means loving kindness, and it's amazing that it takes it out of the theological realm down to a real, down to where it, uh, interpersonal level. If been, if I said, you know, I want you to be merciful, you say, well, what does that mean? But if I said to somebody, well, you know, I want you to be to show loving kindness to that person, they say, oh yeah, that's doable. That's that, that's possible, you know, and it makes it it makes it doable and accessible for people like that. They can be and and you know, John, the hardest part, you know, with with Hesed, loving kindness, the hardest person to be loving and kind to is often oneself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know that mm-hmm. God can forgive us our sins. We can forgive other people. Other people can forgive us. But the hardest, if the lot, can be forgiving yourself for either doing something stupid, saying something stupid. Mm-hmm. And believe me, we've all been there. And and it's just letting go of learning from it, even though God has forgiven us, just to say, look, for God's sake, I'd say to people, to I'd say to, to listeners, I'd say, forgive yourself, you know, God is forgiving you, forgive yourself and learn to forgive yourself and to say, yes, I made mistakes. Yes, I did something wrong. But God has never stopped loving each one of us, regardless of what we've done. Mm. And that's what I love about about his mercy. Beautiful, Don. You know, I mean, there'll be people out there maybe listening to us and thinking about ideas for Lent, you know. I mean, you, you certainly mentioned one or two there for yourself I mean the idea that I had there uh, and right right at the beginning of Lent I got the idea from one of our contributors uh, to the you know to the program uh, and he brought this whole idea of it's all about getting to know Jesus that 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 bit more and so the, what that might mean is yeah giving up something but it might be giving up a bit more time it might be reflecting on the word of God, maybe the maybe the gospel uh, of the day, or the first or second reading of the day. Uh, via maybe this, uh, maybe maybe you might have a Bible inside the house, but you might, maybe you got the leaflet from the from the uh, you know the newsletter from from your local church with the gospel on it, and maybe sitting with that maybe during the week. It's surprising sometimes. We think that um, God doesn't speak to us, but if we are reading and reflecting on the Word of God throughout the week, you end up getting a few ideas, and those few ideas is maybe God trying to get in touch with us. Might be it might be a way of again, Dan, maybe taking up something for Lent. The idea being that to continue that after Lent, but that whole idea of getting to getting in touch with Jesus a bit more than what we were before. Yeah, and John, I'll tell you, never. I fully agree with you that creating space in our day for prayer and for time for prayer, for talking to God and being aware of his presence. And, you know, never in the history of our country, of our world, with if, with Brexit, with, with climate change, the whole of never in the history of, of mankind was each person's prayer, especially listeners listening in who are from home, who live on their own and 
aren't able to get out and about, that your prayers are so, so valuable for the whole world. A lot of the saints never left their convents or their monasteries, but their prayers went round the world helping everybody. So uh, the, the power of prayer and giving yourself just some personal space to reflect, to be silent, and just to list to come into God's presence is 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 a positive thing to do for Lent and afterwards. Just and it's a positive thing for yourself, for ourselves as human beings, and not to mention the value and power of prayer that comes out of it. And you know, one could also say, Dan, um, it's never too late to start the journey for the rest of Lent. You know, people say, oh, well, you know, Lent, we're now on our third Sunday of Lent, and oh. I haven't succeeded at all. Like, you know, I mean... Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah just, uh, just, it's a new day. Draw a line in the sand and start again and say, now I'm starting Lent. Now I'm in the right frame of mind for it. Now I'm ready to go and... God isn't counting, isn't looking at the the number of days. He's looking at our hearts and the attitude that we come to it with if just wanting to start, to start again. And that's what forgiveness and mercy and that's what Lent is all about. That opportunity to start again, to do something new, something different. We will fail, but we start again. We say, okay, back up on the horse and away we go again. So even if people do fail in their resolutions not to be discouraged just to start again but i think i I think the other idea too dan that that we could take from this is this journey of lent it's a journey towards easter it's a journey towards good friday and it's good it's a journey towards easter sunday and maybe if we focused our mind a little bit more on that as to what jesus done for us in terms of you know, you're speaking about the divine mercy. He, he died for us, you know. So, so as we are, we now have the ability to be able to love him and um, share with him uh, all the goodness that he has in place for all of us. But just to keep in mind that we are genuine, genuine towards that holy week. Would that be a focus too that maybe we could take with us? Well, it it will be, John, and I'm 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 always conscious like that day for people starting out and people trying that as the relationship develops and as they just can start with say the personal prayer and the personal stillness and quietness and just coming to know that God loves them and they'll move into that space where they'll they'll appreciate the bigger picture of moving as you say towards Holy Week and there was a man that died on the cross for us you know, and that gave everything for us. And when people come to realize the the act of love that the crucifixion was uh, and is uh, for each one of us, it'll just move people to a deeper level. And I'm always conscious of nearly uh, for people listening is for I'm always taking it from people starting out um, from scratch nearly and hoping that the relationship with Jesus will develop to where they'll appreciate, as you say, moving into Holy Week and the significance of if, if the whole act of love during Holy Week that he's done for us. And it'll, I think it, it, it just moves people into, moves their hearts into a different place. Dan, what would you say to people out there maybe who might say, why bother with Lens? 
I mean, I'm not interested in Nansen. I don't see the points in fasting yeah, and I think, up things, you know. I, th- I think there has to come a point in everybody's life where we just take a step back and evaluate a bit like Alice in Wonderland when the cat said to her at the crossroads, you know, where are you going? Well, I don't know. She, well, the cat said, well, in that case, any road will take you there. Mm. So mm. Um, just to, to, there are times in, in life when we have to stand back and evaluate and say, you know, what is my energy going into? Uh, is it is it good or bad? What's my money going into? Am I wasting it or am I getting what I need? So we, we have to evaluate all sorts of things in life, but to evaluate ourselves as a as a human being and see, look, and have a not that honest honesty again, that honest look at ourselves and chat with ourselves and even talk to our best friends and say, look, what do I need to change? What do I need to do differently? So it's a, in in humanist terms, it's an evaluation time and everybody needs that. But for then on the spiritual side, it's an opportunity for growth. Okay, and maybe maybe just one final question there, Dan, before we go for the piece of music that you chose. Uh, the, maybe there's people out there now who started off the journey of Lent and maybe they're struggling a little bit now at the moment. Um, any words of encouragement you'd like to offer them? Yes, I, I'd say to them, you know, you're doing well. The fact that you've made an attempt at a at a, a Lenten resolution, that you can go back to it uh, or maybe do something a bit less hard this year and work your way up to it. It's a bit like fasting. You know, you have to work your way into it sometimes um, rather than giving up everything at once, just do it gradually and and gradually in, in, in parts in a way that you can manage it and I'd say to you that um, that not to be discouraged that if you can pray as well as doing whatever you're going to do that when you pray everything becomes easier and prayer is the means of achievement that to try and do it on your own without the grace of God can be really an uphill struggle but when you pray and then whatever you're fasting from will make a, a will become much easier and I would say the thing of taking on to do something like going to mass every day Mm. or when you can Mm. uh, it doesn't have to be about giving up it Mm. can be about starting something brand new Mm. and a new challenge new lease of life and something that will be life giving beautiful Dan, at this stage, we'll have to go for a bit of music. Um, there's a lovely piece of music that you uh, you asked us to, to play. Why did you choose that? And then you might be able to introduce it for us, please. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it's a, one of been always been one of my favourite, favourite hymns. It's called, um, Oh, the Love of My Lord is the Essence, very appropriate for Lent, uh, and that it is the essence of everything we do. And the beautiful line in it is, his mercy is gentle as silence. And again, with Lent, mercy is loving kindness and silent, you know, to be still and silent in his presence and let him, in the presence and let him speak to us, speak into our hearts. And we can talk to him about all the things that are, that we were trying to do when we're trying to change and just ask him for help and, and that's why this song means so much to me, that it just speaks to that, to that person in myself who's struggling, you know. And it, it, 
gives me great consolation and peace. So it's a beautiful tune by Kevin Kilban. Uh, he's as mercy as gentle as silence. Yeah. 